comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and joining me is the co-host of the year, snazzy, jazzy, I don't know if there's another word that rhymes with those. Not even sure that Jazzy is a word. But anyway, uh, host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Well, hello, Greg. How are you today? Um, to, to borrow a phrase from the South, I'm happier than a puppy with two Peters. All right. Um, are you, because I just, I think it's, is it tonight? Is WrestleMania tonight? Tomorrow or as, as uh, Saturday, Sunday, which is are, ridiculous. Are you, yeah, I agree. I also don't know watch wrestling, so maybe I don't know that they need two days. I don't know. They never used to. No. Then they're like, we have eight hundred professional wrestlers slash sports entertainers slash superstars, depending on your, you know, era of what you want to define them as, and they all need at least thirty seconds of airtime. Let's do two. Uh, nights probably i bet you they're both over three hours if i had to guess i i guess so i can't remember the last time i watched wrestlemania but i'm wondering if they take out the backstage bunch uh, all of the filler stuff can they make it one 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 hour then just one out one day just one hour not only that but if they took away in this habit i don't know exactly what year there was a time when you know, a group of uh, friends and, and myself would get together and watch every WrestleMania or all, almost every pay-per-view. And, but it was, you know, five, six guys paper. Mm-hmm. This was, this predates the network. So no paper, you might be, you know, five or 50 bucks. So everybody either contributes food or, or cash uh, to the host, you know, since he's got to put it on his, his card or his account or whatever. Um, but I, I realized like 2008, 2009, something like that, that like, huh, I don't really think we need one song concerts from musicians that I've barely heard of, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or for that matter, musicians that I have heard of it, like I get, you know, the Super Bowl has a big halftime performance and maybe because it's been said that WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of, of professional wrestling that, you know, they have something to, you know, break up the action or whatever, but I just, it is going to be and a real good resource on this would be like Kevin Huntsberger, Chad smart. Cause they've been to WrestleMania. like, I've, I've only ever watched it so I can, you know, hit pause or, you know, go, go get food, go to the restroom, things like that. Or I can just turn it off, go to bed. But I think one time, I want to say maybe it was however many years ago. Last time it was in Dallas, I think they were there. They said it. they're getting in for the pre-show stuff and they're in the stadium or the arena or whatever you want to call it for six hours. And six hours in a stadium chair is not comfortable living, man. 
No, no, not at all. So, um, yeah. uh, but to answer your question, I probably won't watch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How do you know who's doing anything on there? I, I, the only thing I might do is keep tabs with people who I know will watch and they right. might tell me when Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to be on. Oh, okay. Okay. That is, yeah. I'm, I'm curious of what, because I, I, like I said, I, first of all, it's very odd that two, <laughs> two people who don't watch wrestling talk about wrestling. Two, I wonder if Kevin Huntsberger ever listens and he's like, guys, just stop talking about wrestling. You don't know what you're talking about. Or if like he's going to get back at us and he's on, on his show, he's going to start talking about comic books. You know, I don't think he listens to this show. That's that's all right. Most most people don't. It's OK. <laughs> I, I I listen on occasion just so, just, just to make the, the sound quality. Just I have to double check and be like, oh yeah, the uh, Greg, this you forgot to take this part out or or it's, hey, it's it been sounds known to great. Happen. It's been yeah, known to or it, you know it sounds great. Um, but statistically speaking, most people don't listen to the Joe Rogan Experience. He's got what like two million subscribers or something like that, and there's yeah. seven or eight billion people on the planet. So I mean, technically true. Statistically yeah. speaking, yeah. If we we're, wonder, we're in the same if category. We, if we, sorry, we we are the same as Joe Rogan. <laughs> By the way, for any for anybody that does listen, for anybody that listened to the last uh, episode, the top five, the real top five uh, TV theme songs, uh, I apologize that I did not know that the Gilligan's Island theme song was five minutes long. It's not. It's like a minute and a half, which is about a minute too long. Like it was. It, it's the theme song everybody knows. And it ends and then keeps going. And then they're going to still talk about being on the island. First of all, that's nowhere near the melody. <laughs> uh, but you have the, like the 45, 50, 60 second first part that sets the stage. And then you have the show. And then you have the closing credit song. Closing credit. Did you put closing credits on there? I legit put Gilligan's Island theme and took the one that I knew encapsulated it all. Well, it, it definitely encapsulated it at all for sure. But I will. I, I, hey, I'm thorough. I will give you credit though, and um, the uh, the that '70s show theme, the one I found, it didn't start like how I remember it starting in the TV show. Right, because it had like a little like kind of car, you know, revving mm-hmm. engine first, and then it started with the, the song. You cut out cut out the car revving part. Is that good? Well, I don't know. Somewhere in between. It, it's it's good. It started. Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember it goes na 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 hanging out. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember it starting out just hanging out. You know. Yeah. Um, I I I liked it, but um. I also, I mean, granted, it's also odd that you put your seven minute Gilligan's Island theme in and then cut my that 70s show short. But I, I liked it better when it just starts with, with the words. I really feel like you should have more faith in me, Mike. Well, you know. You know, for a guy named Michael, you don't have that much faith. <laughs> George Michael, Faith, never mind. Yes, yes. Well, uh, Mike, we don't have a ton of stuff to talk about this week. So no, not at all. 
what we're going to do, I think, is to take the few things that we do have to talk about and really talk about. We're going to pull the taffy, as they say. Okay. You went to a store we know. I didn't. I went to Twilight Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois. Um, I got I got two comic books. So anyway, what'd you get? What'd you get? (laughs) (laughs) It's oh you. Oh, we're supposed to talk long about it. Oh, never mind. Never mind. That's pulling. Oh, okay. So I got. I did get two comic books. I got first one by Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev. Uh, I got Moon Knight, the complete collection. How complete uh, is it? It's it seems pretty complete. That's what they tell me. That's why I bought it. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, <laughs> you might know from writing every comic book. And <laughs> does, by the way, that does not look like the the Moon Knight that I started collecting years back. Oh, you have Moon Knights? I have some single issues, um, oh, okay. but but the Moon Knights that I have. It, it, the art, again, as, as often mm-hmm. is the case, uh, when there's not a, an upcoming series or something to uh, promote the, the books. Uh, but the art caught my attention. I had some vague familiarity with Moon Knight, but I did not have as much familiarity with Mr. Knight, who uh, it's my understanding we're going to get in this C- uh, series of Moon Knight okay. on Disney+. Plus. So it was more, and, and I believe there was the Moon Knight persona as well but uh you know the what like the, it, it was and if i remember and, and it's been a couple of years since i've looked at these issues but mr knight the way he was drawn uh was like an absence of color you know like if, if you okay. opened up if you opened up your your trade paper back there of the complete uh collection of moon knight uh you know there's going to be like some i guess definition in the art of moon knight but this is, you know, right. like I, I remember Mr. Knight is like sitting in the back of a limousine or something like that. And, you know, vibrant colors all around him and the the uh, pencils and the inking for, you know, the the character, the definition, things like that. But there is a severe absence of color. Uh, okay. And it's just like 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 a white sheet of paper <laughs> where where Mr. Knight would be. So it's pretty, pretty cool. It, it caught my attention. And I, I uh, collected that for a year or so. Well, and one thing uh, you might not have noticed about this cover is that he has, he's riding on the shields, Captain America's shields. Mm-hmm. He has Spider-Man's glove on. Whip. And he has Wolverine's glove on. I, I think I saw that in, in and I, I didn't purchase it. I probably was saving it for you. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. But in this sort of, just a little bit that I've read so far, yeah, I'm, I'm only about a fourth of the way in, uh, and you can learn this from the back as well, but he is supposedly working with Captain America, Wolverine and Spider-Man, except that it's all in his head. Mm. So yeah, there's yeah. scenes. Yeah. There's scenes when, he, you know, they're at a table in one panel and you see everybody surrounding him and they're talking about going in, like they want him to be like the LA, you know, superhero or whatever. Cause he's, he's over there. They're all in New York. And then the next panel, it's just him, right. or or you see uh, Spider Man fighting people, and it's you can tell like Spider Man doesn't normally fight like this, and even the the, the you know villains are like, uh, what is going on here? Like what what is happening? And obviously, you clearly know that it's actually just Moon Knight thinking he's watching Spider Man or or Wolverine or whoever. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I remember reading the back of of that very 
uh, book that you're talking about, but I did not, I did not purchase. So what, as you said, you know, he, it, all these personas are in his head that did ring familiar. Um, yeah. But, but the more detail that you uh, gave on it really was because that's Moon Knight's, you know, I, I guess maybe it's tragedy is yeah, the yeah. Uh, um, personality dysmorphia. Am I, am I getting the right one? Something like that. This is a show. I think this the, dis, disassociative disorder. Yeah. Like, yeah. We'll go with that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a therapist. I just play one on TV. <laughs> so, then the next comic book uh, I got is from DC. Uh, Peter Park, from Peter Parker, Spider-Man, uh, A Day in the Life. And it's, uh, I think, a collection of stories. Is that from last year? I don't know. The only reason I... The only reason I think it might be from last year is... um, If it's... Especially if it's an anthology, is friend of the show, co-host on Fat Man Beyond, Mark Bernardin, did a one-shot, like spider-man what if type of uh issue last year april or may and it said like what if peter never was bitten by the radioactive spider and what does peter parker look like without you know that that spider-man persona so i didn't know if if this was that that collection of of various spider stories I, i doubt it it just says uh tales of spider man issues 10 through 12 Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Volume Two, Issues Twenty through Twenty-Two and Twenty-Six. Hopefully, those they hopefully it makes sense with all the like. Does it? But it doesn't give like a year. Uh, those it, were... it probably does somewhere. I just don't see it. Okay. I'll I'll look for it. Something that's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then I, I was telling you after after I was telling you after the podcast, no, yeah. I was telling you before the podcast that um, I also I was looking for Batman Damned there mm, mm-hmm. which is one i talked about several episodes ago and tim said that he usually have it has it in he said check back in a couple weeks so i told you next time you're there check for it and let you know message me and say hey it's here and then i'll come and get it or whatever oh so, yeah uh yeah and then i finished reading uh kevin smith's green arrow uh quiver yes and it's it's good it, it definitely you know kind of jump into the story which kevin even mentions he has like a little forward for it or an introduction for it and he's like i guess i guess some people were complaining that it wasn't like an easy entrance into um a green arrow because it's you know it it has a bunch of the mythology around it and stuff oh, right. uh, i yeah i still enjoyed it and I, even though i don't know much about this version of green arrow you know, uh, I will say that every once in a while, Kevin Smith will just put stuff in the comics that I'm like, what, really? Uh, like he one of the one of the panels has I forget what exactly happens, but it's with um, Oliver Queen and Connor, his son. And I think they rescue somebody or whatever it is. And there's a panel where Oliver Queen's going, man, you should see how hard my nipples are. That's how excited I am or something like that. And it's just like doesn't okay. really feel like it's in place in a no in a big two comic book right and this was written in 2000 yeah and so i don't even know if he was smoking weed then so i can't even blame it i don't think he was he started when he made zach and mary uh make a porno 
That's when he started. So I can't even blame it on that. But besides that, the, the art on it is amazing. Uh, and, and the rest of the stories. But that's just it's just that one little thing that's just like, oh, come on. One little Kevin Smithism. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hard to believe that story is 22 years old, too. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it came out in 2000, 2000, 2001, somewhere around there. Still, regardless. Well, I did not get to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois this week, but to follow up on last week's visit, I have been reading from Oni Press The Damned, Volume 2, Ill Gotten. And as we were talking before the show, uh, about 130 or so pages, give or take in there. And I'm in, excuse me, into the seventies. Uh, we've talked about the dam before we mentioned it briefly last week. Um, it is like, imagine prohibition era, you know, the, the twenties and thirties, um, and the mobsters. However, the mobsters are demons, right? That's uh, and but you have to be cursed to be able to see that like they're real. So this one guy, Eddie, who is cursed and has the curse of like never dying. And, and I as I was reading this, I was you know reliving or not reliving, uh, remembering various aspects of, of the Dan volume one is he can't die uh, when he dies. He always comes back and he kind of has to sacrifice what may be an otherwise innocent person. Uh, he can't just nobody. He doesn't get out of hell for free, right? Like somebody has to take his place, but somebody always takes his place. Like he, it's not like he can just like fall on his sword and and stay there. Um, so it's uh, they introduced a, a couple new characters. One is for sure new, and the other one I don't remember from the other book. Uh, they're on on a quest to bargain with demons, Mike. <gasps> What? There is going to attempt to bargain with demons. Okay. Okay. That's understandable. So uh, good luck to them. So, yeah. The best. I Greg, had, yes, sir. Do you have, do you have, are, are you, I didn't know. Are you moving on to the next topic? I was going to move or on to have a, more about a, another topic. Cause I have another, another topic. I have lots of other topics. I have not even discussed with you yet. I'm excited for today. Okay. Now, uh, you, know, you know, go ahead. I would interrupt you. You're going in the next time. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I, I was just going to say, I had a moment of panic okay. th- uh, earlier this week. Um, I, as you know, we've been talking, I've been watching Blue Mountain State right? Uh, through Amazon Prime Video in the IMDb. So it's in its original format, but there's commercials um, from IMDb TV. And I got onto my old school I- iPhone, iPad mini. And pulled up uh, the tab as I was preparing, you know, shaving and whatnot a couple of days ago. And it was not in my continue watching. And a search for it said, like, no results or the results that it did populate said, you cannot purchase this video on this device. So, like, <gasps> and I'm like, I have three episodes left in the show. <laughs> like, you can't take it away from me. Uh, so eventually I, I went to my nice comfy chair and sat down and uh, did a search on my Roku and I found it on Roku. So I was able to finish the series on Roku. And then I was in Amazon prime again 
And for whatever reason, it was like back, like continue watching. You got two and a half episodes left. And I said, fuck <laughs> you. I've already what are you doing, it. dude? Where were you when I needed you? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, man, we're here the whole time. <laughs> they were just not. Uh, <laughs> so I still recommend Blue Mountain State. Look, if you like this show, th- this podcast, uh, and if you like a little sophomoric humor and scantily clad women, if that's your thing, or, you know, fit good looking Alan Richson uh, walking around quite often without a shirt on. If that's your thing, uh, you're going to like blue mountain state. A lot of, a lot of uh, sex drugs and college humor. And it's on Amazon prime, Amazon prime. Through, For now. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> through the IMDB TV plugin, which is free. Uh, like okay. I said, watched it with commercials and, and it didn't detract from my enjoyment okay. of the show so good good so that's one side um, topic what do you got for me Mike? yes so actually it's almost goes going to the tv route or the i guess movie route movies we watch on tv route uh i started watching harry potter i don't know if you've heard of this um these movies before they I made eight i knew really that there small, were books yeah there were books yes which uh a lot of people, I think, hated the books, which is why they made movies. Because a lot of people said, I don't like reading. Yeah, because people are, generally speaking, people are dumb. Yes. Well, actually, you know, what's, what's funny is I was, so I really, I'm, I'm I, some, I watched some of the Harry Potter um, movies before, but I haven't watched all of them. And they're on HBO Max. And I just said, I'll just start watching. So I'm like on the fifth one right now. Nice. Um, the, and, you know, uh, um, good. Order of the Phoenix. Yes. Order of the Phoenix. All good so far, and I knew they would be. Um, can, can I ask I, you this? Yes. In and how far are you into that fifth just, movie? Just started. Okay, so you're not there yet. Yeah. After you watch the fifth movie, you'll have to okay. send me a message. Okay. There is a character in that movie. Um, she's a, a something something undersecretary. She wears okay. pink. She loves cats. Uh, Dolores Umbridge. You'll know her. She's yeah, the yeah. prissy one. Right. You'll have to come back and tell me in all the pantheon of your, you know, movie fandom where she ranks as a villain. Okay. Okay. Because cool. in my opinion, she's a downright bitch. Okay. I can do that. Uh, one thing I was thinking about with the movies and especially the books, because I remember when the books were coming out, I remember obviously the movies were coming out and the books were coming out too. And people were going crazy over the books. I, I remember people like lining up at, you know, borders for right. a midnight release of this book. Like what or, normal you know, people like would the, do with video games. Right. But here's the thing. I, and maybe it's because I'm not in that world, but when's the last time there's been a big craze like that, where it's like, everybody wants this. For books, I don't think there has been. Hmm. Maybe Twilight, but I don't know when that comes out. Fifty Shades of Grey. Was there was there that big of a um, it, with the right demographic, which I I'm yeah. not in. Um, but I feel like that was one of like all the soccer moms were, and I apologize for uh, generalizing. If you're a soccer mom and that was never your thing, I apologize. But generally speaking, um. I feel like you're like, oh, new new book Wednesday or whatever. Got to center. Got to be up and 
be ready at midnight or maybe Barnes and Noble or Borders at the time, whatever, wasn't doing midnight book releases, but 9 a.m. I bet you there was a line. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that might be one of them. Yeah. 50 Shades. Uh, yeah. I also want to say it's also as, as we've gone, you know, evolved further, you know, gotten more technologically savvy, like who is going to stand in line when they can just download the digital book, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, and true, there's, there's going to be a lot more people that download if it's available. There are still going to be people that, you know, want the, the book itself. I don't disagree. Um, I, you know, with Fifty Shades, it's kind of funny because uh, I was w- w- around that time that when those books were coming out, uh, I was talking to this one girl who I'm still friends with now. Uh, and she was saying, like, you can tell kind of like how wild a girl is because if she reads 50 shades and she thinks oh my god that's crazy she's actually very tame it's it's the girls that are like yeah that's that's normal yeah that's you know no big deal just a thursday (laughs) right exactly yeah oh and so i actually found this out not that i was researching one or the other um but uh it is 50 shades the concept is loosely based on an early 2000s movie uh, starring uh, James Spader and Maggie Gyllenhaal called The Secretary. I know that movie. Which I I've think you can movie. watch for free on HBO Max. So Probably. And that must have been because I watched that back when I was living in Louisville and Nolan was a little baby. And I'm pretty sure it was on because we had HBO at mm-hmm. the time. And it was, I think it was on HBO there. I don't think it's left HBO. Might be the only place you can find it. Yeah. So um, just goes to show you that the writer of Fifty Shades of Grey doesn't have an original thought in her brain. Probably not. I mean, yeah. So, but yeah, maybe that's the last, that's last big book craze. And as far as I, I, there's no, I don't, is there midnight releases for anything anymore? It used to be video games, but it wasn't like a big midnight release. I don't want, like for midnight release for video games, it was me and probably Corey and somebody else being like, "Oh, hey, the new uh, WWF game comes out now. Let's let's head to Walmart. It's twelve thirty. It should be there." And then and then go to going to Walmart, having it not it not being out. And then having to find a worker, I'd be like, hey, do you have, you know, WCW versus NWO? <sighs> yeah, well, somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> you know, like, it was never a big event, but it was, it was cool for us. I um, I think I've told the story probably a couple of times about uh, Halo 2. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Living up in Nebraska and driving to Rapid City, South Dakota uh, for the midnight release, which was, you know, people like. I didn't realize how good I had it in in like civilization until I had to drive an hour and 45 minutes to go to a mall and get a video game (laughs) and then drive back at 2 a.m. Decide I want to at least turn it on, put in my machine, turn it on before I had to go to bed and get up for work the next morning. So, all right. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, I really don't know if like what's been the next net that most recent fad or, yeah. craze so um i gotta tell you this story okay tell me a story today with a few co-workers went across the river into fancy district and got fitted for custom suits 
Ooh, okay. And uh, with the help of my wife picking out, you know, like, what do you think, honey? This blue or this gray? She's right. like, oh, the blue compliments your eyes, brings them out. I'm like, all right, whatever you say. You're the only one I got to look good for. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So, um, but, you know, they take measurements, right? And then I was not prepared for this. The one gal was like, oh, come around here for the full body scanner. Okay. I said, uh, what you have to do is she leaves the room. You know, she's right. not in the room. You have to strip down to your underwear. Yeah. Step on this thing. And then you're holding down these buttons and it's rotating yep. around and scanning, like doing a 3D grayscale scan of your body. Right. And if that's not bad enough, then they email you that picture. Yep. yep. I know it. Yeah. It's not pretty. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I and I know exactly what you're talking about because I've done that at the, a gym before when mm-hmm. I was at um, when Gold's in O'Fallon was still open. You can get like a free personal training session or whatever. And that's part of it. And oh. it's the same thing. It was a guy in the room with me. So, and he was like, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. I'm like, I don't care. I'll go to my boxers. But yeah, you get down your boxers and then you stand in this, this square. And I believe, if I remember correctly, it like turned me. Yep. That's what Whatever. Did. Yeah. And then sure enough, and somewhere in my email is the, the, the picture. And it, yeah, it's, it is not, it is not good. I, I, you know, redressed and, and walked out and, and then I'm sitting there and I'm looking at uh, the fabrics and things like that. And I get an email and I look at the email. Like, oh my God. <laughs> they're like, what? I said, you didn't tell me you were going to send me the picture. <laughs> and it, like, it's like a gif. It just rotates around. Uh-huh. So, uh, Oh, it, it, April fools. They would have been a good day to like put that on the Facebook page. <laughs> oh, I mean, still can if you want. No, no, it's going to be way too late. <laughs> No. And besides, nobody, nobody wants to see. But I told my wife, I'm like, I need help. <laughs> and then I went and had, uh, uh, we were over down in Dogtown. I don't know if you ever been to Dogtown. It's a, I guess, a little suburb of, uh, or not, but a neighborhood inside of St. Louis. Um, went to a little Irish pub down there. Now, being Catholic as, as we are, you know, I had a, a big cod sandwich and a piece of cod, Mike, was this big. Okay. And the bun was great. The fries were great. I had two beers. So, okay. obviously, I'm going to start worrying about that grayscale body scan tomorrow. <laughs> Later. Yeah, of course. Um, and then, Mike, when everything was done, I went to the 215 show of Morbius today. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Tell, tell me about it. I have thoughts. I wrote. I I, I wrote them down. Okay. Uh, and and I I I was gonna bring this up, but our friend at Chad Smart uh-huh. says uh, on Twitter a little bit, just a little bit ago, given the general consensus for hashtag Morbius, would it be safe to say the audience wants Lesibus? <laughs> yes, uh, go Chad. I'm here to tell you. My th- I, I, I don't know if you can see that. I can, can see it's a phone. I, oh, okay. I see, I see. Yeah. Well, I don't want to give anything away. Uh, do we want to get into spoilers? Yeah, I don't care. Spoil it all. You're like, it's more I already know what the end credit scenes are. 
Oh, do you now? Yeah. But do you know what they mean? Yeah. Th- no, even because even the people in the film don't know what they mean. That's not true. Yeah. Okay. My thoughts. <clears throat> okay. Critics gave it a very low score. Okay. It was being laughed at, you know, for, for its aggregate Rotten Tomatoes. I think at one point it's Rotten Tomatoes. Critic score was in the 20s, but the popcorn score was in the 60s with the audience score, I suppose. Um, okay. I'm not a critic, as we know, and I go to a movie uh, just for to relax and enjoy, as today was a Friday afternoon. This is actually things that I read. I mean, that I wrote down. Um, but I, I don't think it was as bad as the critics would suggest. Um, I did have some issues with the movie. And, and one being that it was largely predictable. Now, may I get into spoilers, you, Mike? And, yes. and you're speaking for, for the audience. Yes. So from here on out, for everybody. There, may, there will be spoilers for Morbius. So if you want to watch Morbius unspoiled, hit pause, go watch Morbius, come back. Uh, Morbius is about... Michael Morbius, who is a, a has a lifelong illness that, in his words, uh, require an oil change of, of his blood three times a day. Uh, so they got to take out the old blood, you know, transfuse in new. And while he's in this special hospital in Greece, that's important. I almost forgot. Um, another little boy uh, comes to with, I believe, a similar ailment and the little boy's name is lucian however morbius is kind of a dick to him right away he's like ah you're your new milo uh the other the other kid his name was a milo i don't remember the original milo but you're milo so they be actually become friends uh as youths and and then uh, morbius leaves then they kind of jump to morbius as an adult he is a doctor uh, was a doctor at the age of 19. They actually said a school for gifted youngsters in New York. Now, I don't think that's going to go anywhere. <laughs> no, no, nowhere at all. I'll say right now. <laughs> um, but they say that, uh, you know, he had his doctorate at the age of 19 and was going to win a Nobel prize in biology or whatever. And he, He turned it down, whatever. Um, He's spending his life working on a cure. Obviously, we know the cure involves bats. Uh, When he sees he has 116 failed uh, injections into mice, 117th one, the mouse didn't die. He's like, well, that's good enough. I'm going to try it on myself. <laughs> yep, that, that's how it works. Don't, don't know any side effects. He's like, I'm good to do it. So, of course, he becomes vampiric. And he kills eight people on a ship and flees the scene. Like, calls the Coast Guard and then flees the scene. Um, he realizes, yeah, this might have been a curse, but at what co- or a, a, a cure, but at what cost? He believes himself to be cursed. His buddy Lucian, aka Milo, as as from comes from a family with money, and so he's been kind of funding and helping to support uh, from from the shadows uh, all the the work that Morbius has been doing. And he's like, "Oh, you got the cure! I 
I need that cure. He's like, you don't want this cure. This is, I mean, he's physically changing in front of me. He's like, you don't want this because this is what's what I'm experiencing and, and it's not worth it. It's like, okay, oh, you're right. He old uh, sticky fingers, a vial of of the the compound, right? Um, and lo and behold, when he takes it, kills a nurse. Spoilers. Nurse was very well liked. Everybody thinks that Morbius did it. Um, let's get, get back to my notes here. If I'm drifting, uh, this uh, it was an immediate conflict uh, between Morbius and, and the and his friend, who the grown version of Milo or Lucian's played by Matt Smith, the former Doctor Who. Um, it that aspect there. I, I put in my notes so that it falls into Marvel's trap of having villains with the same powers as the hero, right? Yeah. Um, going back all the way to Iron Man, you know, mm-hmm. in the Incredible Hulk, Captain America, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I'm not going to get too much more in, into the plot aspect of it. Uh, I will say that I really enjoyed the effects, uh, the yep. special effects that they used, at, and and how they illustrated Morbius's powers from his echolocation. Uh, to even the flight, uh, things like that, uh, they could have done more. And I think it, it really appeared like they attempted to set up a sequel, uh, whether or not this will do well critically or financially enough to warrant another go. You know, who, who's to know? Uh, so the post-credit scenes have been leaked. Mike, did you watch them? Yes. Or Okay. Or did they, were they like in good quality? No, no. Okay. 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 Uh, so in the first post-credit scene, uh, we see one of those Doctor Strange rips over New York City and Michael Keaton's Adrian Toomes appears in a jail cell. Uh, and the news reports say he, he just appeared in an empty sale, cell and we don't know how he got there. Uh, he's planning an appeal and or, or, you know, the district attorney's planning to release him immediately, you know, something like that. And then it, they go back to a little credits and then the second post credit scene was Morbius uh, driving out in the desert, stopping his car and vulture appearing. Now, my speculation is that it was not Michael Keaton behind right, the mask. Yeah. It was just yeah. the voice. Uh, but he was saying something along the lines of, you know, the two of them working together. And it, the scene ended with Morbius looking a little I- intrigued and curious as to what old Adrian Toomes might be uh, talking about which to me is problematic because it's always been my understanding, at least for the last almost 30 years, uh, the mid nineties with the Spider-Man cartoon that Michael mm-hmm. Morbius is more of like an anti-hero. Yes. You know, like he kind of uses his powers, this curse, you know, for good. So I don't know how you team up with the vulture and keep that anti-hero status. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and clearly they're wanting to set up the Sinister Six. They've been mm-hmm. wanting to set that up for a, a long time now. Uh, how they do that without Spider-Man, because they're not going to get Spider-Man in there, I'll never know. Unless, but, And I was thinking about this. Unless they are allowed to have their own, like a different Spider-Man or something. Could they theoretically? I mean, could they do Miles Morales? That's what I was wondering. Could they do Spider Gwen? But the thing is, they're gonna mess it up. Like people want people want Miles Morales. People want Spider Gwen. Sony will mess it up. 
They will how, absolutely one hundred percent mess it up. No, hold on a second. How can you say that? What in that they, track record has given you any indication yeah. that they're going to screw yeah, up they, a beloved spider? Yeah. Which uh, realistically, that doesn't give me much hope for Craven. No, no, not at all. And I have not looked. Did you look at any of the uh, um, on-set shots of Aaron Taylor Johnson as no. Craven? Neither did I. No. It, it, has he gained like 50 pounds in muscle or something? I hope so. I'll look yeah. it up. Okay. Um, so, one, I'm, I'm glad you went and saw it because um, uh, I was not planning on going at all. Uh it's kind of you, you, yeah. It's kind of what I exactly what it, everybody says of it, you know. Special effects I heard heard were good. Story, like you said, I heard it was predictable, and and I heard the story was just all over the place too. I don't think so. No. Okay. Okay. No. Good. And I'll, I'll I'll tell you this though. Um, I'm not seeing. I don't know if that's an actual. It, I'm not finding any image for. ATJ as Craven, but right. as I'm looking at this, there was a trailer. Maybe you've seen the trailer for, I believe it's an Alexander Skarsgård picture, the Northman. No, uh-uh. uh, this I did. I'd only seen like the name of it. I'd never, um, I, I no no other knowledge of it, and until. I saw this trailer and this looks badass. Okay, what's it? Uh, what's it about? It's described as a grounded story set in Iceland at the turn of the 10th century, that centers on a Nordic prince who seeks revenge for the death of his father. Okay, I think it is like a like maybe a, a Icelandic maybe epic poem or something like that because it says adapted from amleth so i don't know according to google um but written by eggers i don't know who that is. oh director robert eggers and icelandic poet and novelist sean sigurdsson maybe that's up your alley there's there's nothing you you have described to me that makes me go wow i need to see that what if i said if you, vikings if you, and murder you want to see it if you if you want to see it, I more power to you. Vikings and murder? Nothing, yeah. No, nothing appealing to you about Vikings? I think Vikings are cool. You know. It's got and Willem Dafoe, Anya Taylor Joy, Nicole Kidman, Ethan Hawke. Good good cast. And Bill Scar. I only mentioned Alexander Skarsgård. It's also got his brother Bill. Yeah. And Bill was just announced in something that I think is uh, supposed to be appealing to us in our world. Okay. And that's what I'm looking for is Bill Skarsgård news. He was just cast in something. Um, oh, the Christ reboot. Okay. Is that an April, April Fool's joke though? This is on Hollywood Reporter. It, it's I still, is it an April Fool's joke? No, I don't. That's because that, we were, I was so. looking up stuff when we were talking before this and that's the one I came across and I'm like, I, I maybe it's real, but I don't believe anything on this day. Today's April first, by the way. So that's fair. Um, it's in it's in uh Gizmodo and uh AV Club and Hollywood. I think if it's Hollywood Reporter, it's probably okay. Possibly. If it's still there April 2nd, I'll believe it. 
That's fair. You know? Um, oh, by the way, I did find a set photo of um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. It was supposedly on Craven. You can't really tell anything because he's wearing like a big jacket. Gotcha. No. But he's got a, a little mustache and soul patch, it looks like. And he's got uh, kind of shoulder-length hair, it looks like. Maybe, maybe it's longer. I can't really tell. That's fair. Speaking of movies, uh, have you seen a trailer for Lost City? The uh, um, Channing Tatum? Tatum, Sandra Bullock, Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. Okay. I, I think it looks interesting. Not go to the theater and see it interesting. More of like, if it's on Netflix, I'll, I'll catch it interesting. But one thing I will have to say is Sandra Bullock, even at 57 years old. Yes, she's 57. Yeah. Yeah. She is hot as fucking hell. Like, oh, my God. Like, I, I've been watching interviews with her and Channing and, and Daniel Radcliffe talking about the movie and stuff. Like, my God. And, it, and it's, by the way, it's not like 57 and she's had a bunch of plastic surgeries Mm -mm. maybe she's had some but if she has i can't tell she just looks good i'm trying to uh, i think um, she's 57 maybe i maybe i read that wrong i don't think i don't think you're wrong uh uh, yeah born in 64 god damn uh i'm on her imdb because i'm trying to go back and find out like what was her first like credit that would be that we would know right speed okay that's that's producer. I'm not looking for producer. I want actors. I'm guessing either Speed or um, Miss Kajini. I know. I, I think Speed. I think Speed came first. Speed was. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, so it would be Speed that we would know. Who shall I? Working now. Love Potion number nine. No. Demolition Man. She was in Demolition Man in ninety three. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Speed was ninety four. So yeah. I mean, she was twenty. 30 when that movie yeah. came out. She was 30 when that movie came out. Speed. She was I 30 would. when that movie came out? Didn't I say she was born in 64? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. That mathematically, that works out. <laughs> the math shows we're right. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even have guessed 30 in that movie. If you would have told me, no. without knowing her age, if you would have told me she was 25, I would have been like, yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, Miss Congeniality, she was 30, I got four. Yeah. Um, so... I will, I will not disagree with anything that you're saying. I, it was funny that uh, in one of the, like, I think it was late night shows. I don't know which, cause I didn't see like who the interviewer was. I just saw it was her and Channing Tatum. And I think he was talking about seeing her in speed or something like that, you know, yeah. or miscongeniality. And she just like went right to like, Oh yeah. And here magic Mike, like you watch magic Mike. <laughs> she's like, Oh, I watch magic Mike. And then she's, you know, mm-hmm. making some uh, sounds. You know, like okay. when, when there's an itch, she had to scratch it type of sounds. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, it was comical. And and he looked, Channing Tatum, of all people, looked a little embarrassed. So it was kind of funny. <laughs> um, but no, that, that looks I was like something that, you know, like maybe me and the wife could watch after the kids go to bed. Uh, well, I mean, you know, after the kids go to bed, I don't know what happens in the Mahashko house. Lots of sleep. <laughs> I record a podcast. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> then go to bed. Um, there's Greg, something else. We, yo, if you have something else, then that go for it. We watched this week. Okay. 
Moon Knight. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I was gonna, yeah, our main topic. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yes, Moon Knight uh, episode one is out. Came out Wednesday. I believe there's only going to be six total. Correct. And I've also heard that uh, Oscar Isaac has only signed on for one, like, it's one, just one contract instead of normally they have like a six pitcher deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means for the totality of, of Moon Knight, but hopefully he re ups because uh, I want more Moon Knight. He almost have to, right? I, like, I, so, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I read, you know, in the week or so leading up to the first episode that he was had a lot of trepidation of doing Moon Knight after the Star Wars sequel trilogy uh, and like Return of or Rise of Skywalker. He's like, I don't know okay. if I want to get back and deal with that nerd culture group. Right. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, are you, I'm glad you're sitting down. I thought yeah. Oscar Isaac's performance was tremendous. Yeah, I, I knew I put it on Twitter. I knew it was going to be your new Oscar Isaac is your new favorite uh, actor now. I knew it. I could I could sense it. Oscar Isaac could sense it too. I would have tagged him, but I don't think he has Twitter. But he needs to get on that. Uh, I don't. If if it gets an interview, then yes, he's my favorite. If it doesn't get an yeah. interview, I got to go back to whoever my favorite actor was before. Then I don't really know who that was either. So. Yeah. Um, so I've seen it twice, by the way. Well, it's technically two and a half times. I've only watched it once, but I'll probably go back and rewatch it after we're done here. It is. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked the fact that, and I'm a, I don't necessarily mean to spoil anything here, but I like the fact that it is a mystery, unless you know about the, you know, Moon Knight character, it's a bit of a mystery, but they give you enough little pieces to keep you going, like breadcrumbs along the way. You know what I liked about the show, and I I messaged a best friend of the show, Josh. I said, forget everything else that you haven't watched yet. You need to watch Moon Knight because it's not necessarily connected. To the, it's not into the woven into the fabric of the MCU, right? And so you're not going to like. It's not going to be spoiling Loki. Or anything right. else that from the last year plus that he's missed, <laughs> I said just go. I said I think you're really gonna dig it, and he and he gave a thumbs up. And I don't think he's heeded my advice yet. Okay, but you know, one thing I was thinking about with it is is this the first new character for the Disney Plus shows? First new main character. Think about it. Loki, we've seen before. Falcon and Winter Soldier, we've seen before. Hawkeye, obviously, we've seen before. Now, they all those have side characters that we haven't seen. Um, what if I don't really? I mean, it kind of counts. Uh, what else? WandaVision, we've seen Scarlet Witch and we've seen Vision, obviously. This might be the first new character. I think you're that, right. That's, that's the lead. And I, I, I'm glad you mentioned some of those other ones because some jackalope on facebook in the comment section says something like it was good but loki and wandavision were better and i don't look it is all subjective and i get that but i did not like i was not i didn't dislike it but i think people romanticize the show loki because they've seen 
the character Loki for right. 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Or not maybe not quite 15 years, but you know, a decade, you know, or close to it. Uh, going back to the first story. So they loved Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. And the show was okay, you know, or or and maybe I'm not giving it enough credit there, and I'm not intentionally do, but like I feel like their affection for the Loki character overshadowed maybe the overall quality. And I know it's look, it's the it's the sacred timeline and it's the multiverse and that show had to take place for everything else that's going to be happening in the MCU. But I just didn't like Loki was fine, but it didn't trip my trigger. Like it did a lot of other people. I definitely liked it a lot more than you did. I know that if we're comparing whole seasons of something versus one episode, well, that's you're it's comparing apples and Buicks. Yeah. Uh, now if we're comparing first episodes, I think the first episode of Moon Knight was way better than WandaVision. I don't I know. you're going to say that. Yeah. I don't know if it was better or worse than the first vision, first episode of Loki. Um, I would have to almost watch Loki again and kind of compare it. Because I, I remember liking the first episode of Loki. But also, like I said, I really liked the first episode of Moon Knight, too. So it's it's it, it's hard to, to compare those. And. And like Hawkeye, there's recency bias too, right? Because Hawkeye was, yeah, true. but it was also true, three yeah. months ago, you know? So, yeah. um, and what I like about that first episode was, you know, like they showed a different perspective of the battle of New York, you know, like from, yeah. from the high rise to penthouse and, and Kate Bishop as a kid. So you had a familiar story in an unfamiliar angle, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, but we also got Kate Bishop and, and we all know how Hawkeye. I feel like, and again, not animosity, not hatred, but my opinion of Loki notwithstanding, I feel like every show is getting better than the one before it. Yeah, you know, and, and again, I love WandaVision, but I haven't watched WandaVision in a year. <laughs> You know? Right, and also with WandaVision too, like everybody goes, oh, poo poo those you know early episodes with, that were in black and white, and we're like, what are we watching here? But people forget, like the last couple episodes of WandaVision were balling. Yeah, I liked what uh, as a whole. I liked WandaVision as as a, as a complete series. Yeah, absolutely. You just didn't like the first three episodes. Yeah, essentially, especially especially so, just the well the, the first two for sure. The I, I'm sorry, and, and we will never agree on this, and that's okay. Yeah. But when Vision chews gum and it gets stuck in his processor, and he's mm-hmm. acting like drunk Vision, that's some of the best TV in the last ten years. No, no, not at all. It's funny, <laughs> not some of the best TV. Uh, I I could name several episodes of Community that would be better. Yeah, but how long has Community been off the air? Uh, uh, it's not off the air actually it's still on it's on Netflix right now so it's all on the air since it was not renewed for a new mm-hmm. season like I don't it's, I don't it's always renewed attitude. in my heart it's always you, renewed I, in my Mike, heart I don't need your attitude just answer you know? the damn question it's uh, I think it went off the air 2020 I believe don't worry about don't bother looking it up I'm correct 2009 <laughs> Yeah, 2009, 2020, same same thing. To 2015. Oh, okay. So it's okay. So it's been on for less than ten. It was less than ten years. 
Yeah, but we can all agree that after Chevy Chase was there, after Donald Glover wasn't there, and after uh, Yvette Nicole Brown wasn't there, it really started to. It it went down slightly when when Donald Glover left. Um, slightly. Chevy Chase, yeah. And uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, as much as she is a great character, I don't think it, it it affected the show, her leaving. But Donald Glover leaving, that was bad. And when creator Dan Harmon got fired. That's true. And then rehired. It was the loss of those three. Yeah, we'll go with the loss of those three was the equivalent like the show nosedived in a similar fashion to when uh uh doubt, doubt, Steve Carell left the office. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, my point is as subjective as this is, for me, when vision was chewing gum <laughs> and it gets and it gums up the works the real statement that applies. Uh, that for me was, you know, that's a top moment. I, I mean, it, that was a very, very funny moment. I just, we, the thing we will agree, agree on is that you think the first episode of WandaVision was good because you like 50s shows, which I, I do too. I do too. I don't watch them as much as you do, though. But I like. I remember, obviously, you know, before I had cable and stuff. That was the shows you would catch at night. Um, I just, I didn't need it in the beginning. Like to compare it as much as I can to Moon Knight, because when I mentioned that Moon Knight, it gives you a little bit of. There's a mystery. You're not sure what's going on quite yet, but they give you a little bit at a time to make you keep going. You know, uh, WandaVision didn't do that. WandaVision had. Typical typical fifties episode with Scarlet Witch and Vision, so it did have superhero stuff in there, but it had typical fifties um, episode. There was one thirty second part where it was—I never forget what they were said, but like, wait, why are we here? Wait, why are we here? Why are we here? And then, and then that was it. But it was twenty two minutes up until that part of just like, okay, I guess if, if they're doing this fifties, you know. TV show, I, I, I guess. I don't, I don't know how this is going to fit in, but all right. Now, when they go back uh, or to Sokovia in later episodes and they explain huh? through Wanda's trauma yeah. why she felt so comfortable in that space, does that not yeah. help? No, because they could have done uh, little flashbacks where it's normal time and then all of a sudden bam now she's in the 50s for whatever reason and then and then other uh, bam all of a sudden now she she's upset about something and now she's in the 60s they could have done 50s 60s 70s all in maybe one or two episodes mm-hmm. okay. we'll never see eye to eye on no. this and that's okay no we won't that's okay yeah yeah there's difference of opinion that's no big deal well uh, important as far as night moon night the so uh, i this isn't a spoiler i mean i guess this is a spoiler but like the the opening scene where mm-hmm. ethan hawk's character 
like, and you know, I, you don't realize it's his character until you see him walking right. away, but he takes a drink, breaks the glass, puts it in his soft shoes. Yeah. And walks away. I'm, I, I was fine with that until he started putting his feet and I'm like, Oh, what are you doing? Oh my God. No, <laughs> that was, um, apparently that was my shoes now. <laughs> yeah. Apparently that was Ethan Hawke's idea too. Oh, I didn't he know wanted that. his he wanted his character to to do that for whatever reason I don't know. Well, they, then we see uh, Stephen Grant, who we, we know as for the beginning. Um, I, uh, by the way, people were making fun of his British accent. Now, here's the thing, and people are going to hate me for this. Isn't he British? No, but I thought when I was watching it, I was like, wait. Is Oscar Isaac British? I can't remember because I can't. I can't. I couldn't in my head picture any um, uh, interviews he did. And I'm like, maybe he is British. I don't. I don't know. And then near the end, it switches to where you see uh, Mark Spector, the mercenary version. You know, the, I guess the real. I guess that's his real version. Is, is Mark Spector? He's from Guatemala City, Guatemala. Okay. Guatemala City. Okay. Oddly enough, this is going to be a weird sidebar, but I wonder if he ever met my grandpa. Um, You're going to need context for that and hold on. No. I just, <laughs> has he gran- ever met your grandpa? I don't know. Maybe he, has he ever met my grandpa? I don't know. My grandpa was a dentist. Okay. Uh, you know, out of... He, uh, you know, from army till he retired, you know, like around late 80s, 1990, something like that. Um, but through the church, he went down numerous times to Guatemala to set up dental clinics. Okay. So, I mean, real, it's possible. If look, if he had Twitter, I would right now, I would go, Hey, at Oscar Isaac, have you ever met? At Hooch's uh, grandpa, hashtag dentist. <laughs> but he doesn't have uh, Twitter, so oh, find him on Instagram. Maybe I can find out. Maybe if Ethan Hawke has Twitter, and then I can be like, "Hey, could you ask Oscar Isaac if he knows Greg's dad, Greg's uh, Greg's grandpa?" Oh, and I can I can provide a picture to help jog him over. Okay, that that, that would help him. <laughs> Please, please print out picture and give it to Oscar Isaac. See if he recognizes him. Oscar Isaac. He's living a lie. Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada. That's definitely more of what a name from Guatemala would be like. Guatemalan mother and a Cuban father. A pulmonologist. Okay. He's in the medical community. He might have known my grandpa. Maybe. I apologize, everybody. This is not, I mean, who knows what. He's short, though. He's only five, eight and a half. Come on now. And that's true. And your grandpa only saw people that were six foot and above. So he wouldn't have allowed him to. <laughs> that's not true because he was my uh, dentist, my first dentist as a, as a youth. Okay. Okay. So. Anyway, moving on to uh, more about Moon more about Knight. Moon Knight. I I did you, you have, like it looks the, like you have notes. 
No, no, not really. I've, I've been writing stuff down as just to remember stuff. Uh, I, I really just wrote an accent. We both agreed the accent was good. Everybody else hated the accent. Um, I liked partially that they didn't show a lot of the fight scenes because you, you just see him, you know, you see Stephen Grant essentially like go to sleep kind of or roll his eyes in the back of his head and then wakes up and like, has a gun in his hand and you know six people around him are dead yeah and he, yeah he's like oh, oh, you know freaking right. out and trying to escape I'm, I'm curious if the next episode is going to focus more on on mark specter or maybe somewhere in the within the six episodes do we get to see mark's version of what happens in the first episode i I thought about that too. Well, only when you said it now, <laughs> but like okay. w- one of the things I like the structure of the show and like the, the lost time, uh, yeah. you know, for Stephen Grant, because he'll go to bed and he'll wake up in a different country, you know, right. and, and have no idea how he got there, what he's doing there. Like, he's just like, where am I? Right. <laughs> you know, um, with a dislocated jaw. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I part of me is like, oh, it'd be great to see those fight scenes, but part of me says, like, you have five episodes left, true, yeah, and exactly. You only have so you can only tell so much story, especially if you're not sure if you're gonna get Oscar Isaac for season two. I'm pretty sure right. I will, like, uh, yeah. You know, um, I feel like they have to, you know, maybe this next episode because the episode ends with Moon Knight out beating. You know, like doing some good pummeling on a demon yeah. dog or, you know, an Egyptian demon dog or whatever it is. Yeah. And so I hope in the next episode, and, and that was like the big conchu was was all like, you've got to turn the body over to Mark. And yeah, you know, oh, great, the idiot's in charge again. Or, yeah. Yeah. So I think it'd be cool to see like a, a, a the next episode be more of the focus on like maybe Moon Knight slash Mark Spector, where you know how does Stephen Grant regain control? You know, like how does he wake yeah. up in a field? Um, and I don't necessarily need to go back and see things from fights, their yeah. perspective, but you know, after a fight or whatever, how does Spector slip out? You know, right. um, I'd be interested in seeing in seeing. Yeah. Uh, like a, a, a specter centric episode that you know kind of tells what we got from Stephen Grant this first time around and waking up and unknown things. I thought the, like the protocols that he put in place, you know, like the shackle and the sander on the bed and the tape yeah. on the door, and that just goes to show that, like Specter's not a moron. He's gonna no. he's gonna re-rake the sand and re refasten the shackle and all, everything else that he needed to do, you know. Um, Anyway, it, it's it's well done. It's a well made show. I'm I'm a I'm enjoying it, and I think it times out pretty well because we didn't talk about this. And, and I'm not trying to jump off the moon now. We can definitely come back, but I think this will end, and there might be like a week off, and then we're going to get two episodes of Kenobi. Oh, okay, I th- I think it's right there at the end. You know, because this is six episodes. We got the first one the end of March, so. Doing the yeah. math, you know, second week of first or second week of May, and then maybe there's a week off 
uh, and then and then moving on to uh, well Kenobi. So not only that, but I'd I'd have to check. But um, I think that when this ends, then Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness is right then. Is that the sixth? May sixth. Yeah, May sixth. Oh, and I'm definitely going to the theater for that one. Yes, that would mean this uh, Moon Knight ends on the 4th. May okay. the 4th be with you. And then, yeah, Doctor Strange on the 6th. And then okay. I think you're right. I think they pushed off. I don't know what that was. That was uh, motorcycle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I know if that was no. your stomach. I'm like, Mike, are you hungry? No. Are you feeling good? Do, no. you, do we need to take a pause for a breath and break? No, no. Um, for a second. I think they pushed off, now that I think about it, from the 25th to the 27th of May 7th, yes. for Kenobi. Yes. And then you get two episodes. So Right. Uh, so a couple more things about Moon Knight, just to go back to it. One, mm-hmm. I wonder if in one of the episodes we're going to get an origin. Do you say an orgy? Well, if uh, it's Disney Plus, but they are they're allowing mature content now, so I don't think they're allowing orgy uh, mature yet. But no origin of what you know of him being the mercenary, mm-hmm. uh, essentially dying, blah blah. Or I, and I don't need a whole episode for that. That can be done in fifteen minutes. Then showing that, but I'm, I'm curious if they're going to do that because Moon Knight's not a. A character a lot of people would know. Right. Do you think that it would be beneficial to like to your point about maybe the huh. maybe you're talking about the Mark Spector origin, but like right, the yeah, Kanchu Spectre, yeah. origin and, yeah, and yeah. like going back to ancient Egypt, which apparently the director is all about uh proper right, Egyptian yeah. You know representation and, and and everything else, and and was not happy with Wonder Woman eighty four and right. There was a lot of people. I mean, like if, if that's your biggest complaint about Wonder Woman eighty four, <laughs> yeah. then you missed the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. So, ugh. but yeah, yeah. Um, Mohammed Daib, I think is his name. No idea. Um, but yeah, uh, I feel so, horrible okay. for saying that. Uh, curious about that. Uh, let's see what else did I write down? Oh, so the scene when he wakes up and he oh he, he sees the goldfish that it's it, it now has two fins instead of one. Right. He goes and he figures out that oh my god, what time is it? Oh, I have a date, right? Because it's almost seven o'clock. And then he goes and he's sitting uh, at yeah the dinner that he was supposed to, do, which he doesn't even remember asking the person out on the date, but he <laughs> found out that he's having a date. So then he calls her because it's like oh, past seven o'clock and she yells at him because it's she's like, yeah, I was, I was there um, Friday. And he's like, what are you talking about? It is Friday. She's like, it's Sunday. <laughs> and she gets she gets mad at him or whatever. So me when me and Nolan, Nolan watched a little bit of it, he's like, wouldn't she be more concerned that, hey, this person thinks that it's Sunday now? Instead of just being mad at him, what I was like, well, no, women would be like that. So yeah, that'd be about right. Oh, hmm. <laughs> Greg agrees. Um, a couple things. One, let's not forget that um, I don't think we saw him in the first episode, but Gaspar Uyel, uh, Okay. Remember, he, he passed away tragically uh, 
I think right at the end of 2021. Uh, and he's in this show. And the voice of Conchu. I was going to mention that. Yep. And you know where I'm going with this, probably. F. Murray Abraham. Yep. Who uh, was in a little show that you uh, got me watching uh, just last year over on Apple Plus. And that yep. show was Mythic um, Quest. Thank you. Yep. I was looking for it and I couldn't find it on his IMDb, but I found it. So, okay. yeah. So good, last, good, uh, good actor there. Absolutely. Yes. Um, last thing that I have for Moon Knight, it's one thing you mentioned already the dog chase, the demon <laughs> dog chase. You know what I found r- ridiculous? And, and by the way, all, a bunch of TV shows do this. That demon dog would have caught Stephen Grant within two seconds. No. Yeah. Think about, have you ever seen like uh, videos where they have like the, the K the canines that are, you know, the guys in like a, the, uh, the big suit or whatever, oh, like the, the, the canine training. Yeah. Canine training. And yeah. they'll, they'll run and it takes the dog about, I don't know, maybe three seconds to, to you, catch up you, to him and bring him to the ground because they're wearing a big suit, Mike. But even th- still, even then, like that, that demon dog would have just right after him, done. Not and, because, and you know, not have. Uh, oh, so keep saying Mark Spector. Well, Stephen Grant at the time, not have Stephen Grant like slipping and falling, and for some reason the demon dog goes up on the ceiling. No, the demon dog would know it would just go straight to him. End of Stephen Grant. End the end. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, like I said, I'm excited to go give it another shot or not another shot, another view. Yeah, because uh, I did like it. Uh, I did confirm through uh, through Facebook Messenger during the course of this show. Uh, I asked Hanson uh, uh, if he had watched Moon Knight yet, and he says nope. And I said, for fuck's <laughs> sake. And then he sent a winky. Like an old Will Ferrell Saturday Night Live, like wink and right. blow a kiss gif. Uh, do you know where his <laughs> his head's at t- tonight? So, uh, best friend of the show, Josh. I'm not going to say I'm upset, but I am disappointed. Well, maybe right now he's listening to our latest episode, and he's probably still listening to the Gilligan's Island theme song. It's it's ending soon, Josh. Don't worry. It'll it'll end soon. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You know, I, I worked diligently to get all of those clips in place just to have you mock my efforts. I, I actually thought, cause as I was listening to it, uh, which maybe was the seventies show one. I can't, there was one of them. I remember as we were talking about it, it was a full house. I, cause for a lot of them, it would be like, um, you know, that seventies show. And then we pause so that you can, you know, add add the clip in, but sometimes we don't pause right away. No, sometimes we go, yeah, full house. Oh yeah, I knew the bubble, and then we were going on for talking about full house for a little bit. I think I remember even going, um, hey, did we, did we play the clip? Yeah, right and, now. And well, yeah, but no, you because I yeah, you, just, you did that eventually, but you're like, yeah, yeah, we played it already, and I'm like, okay, and as I'm listening, I remember recording it as I'm listening to it, I'm like. Am I going to have to message Greg and be like, hey, you forgot to add the clip in? But I'm also thinking like, okay, he has all the clips. 
he has all the songs. I gave you my songs. Right. And obviously you have your song. So I'm like, I would assume that he would be like, okay, I added this many in, but I could also see it to be where like, if you just look at it and you're looking for the spaces and they're not, there's not, there's not a space there that you skip it and not realize that, Oh, I only added nine songs instead of 10, but did I, did I get them it. all. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You added. it. I try to, it's uh, it's not easy being green. Can you imagine being one of the podcasts that uh, they'll edit out, like when people go um or uh, or they stutter for something? Can you imagine having to do that? I used to do that when I was in radio. Well, yeah. Probably because someone told you I do. No, I I was trying to clean up an interview for like, um, like a demo CD or something like that. I was saying, right? Uh, I clearly never worked. (laughs) I did not get my big break in the world of radio. But, but also I would also try to you know edit it for time as well. Yeah, you know, like like those old. before everything was streamed, you know, you had to watch something on cable and it said, uh, this format's been modified. It has been edited, uh, uh, for content and time. Right. And, uh, my editing for content and time would be taking in all the ums and the, uhs and the like, uh, Oh gosh. Oh, you know, the, right. Yeah. Yeah. The, all the, the crutches that, that we orders fall on, uh, occasionally. Yeah. So, Mike, I think we touched on everything. I think so. Except the one thing I spent two and a half minutes watching before we started rolling sound. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uh, Okay. Top Top Gun Gun Maverick trailer. Uh, Good trailer. Yep, good. Looks good. Yep. No Kelly McGillis. I don't know what's up with that. Well, I don't know. Look at her Wikipedia page. I don't know. Maybe she's doing something else. And they... Brought in Goose's son, which is kind of intriguing. Yes. So, by the way, uh, I little just little bit. I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen in Top Gun Maverick. Um, obviously, um, uh, Little Goose and uh, Tom Cruise are obviously going to be enemies at first because uh, Little Goose doesn't like him because of what he did to his dad, and then then they're going to be friends. And they're going to team up to defeat whatever it is at the end. Well, there you go. Save your hard-earned money, Mike. Just yeah, right. told you the story. I told you. Uh, and we've, But he didn't use any sound effects. It's true. So you're going to want to go for the sound effects. And you're going to go because you're not going to... What are they going to do to... What's the updated version of shirtless... Dude, volleyball. They saw it. They, you, they, you, you could see that they were on the beach. Yeah, they're on the beach, but are they playing? There's got to be a sport they're playing. Oh, I got it. Ultimate frisbee. Uh, you, you might be right. Actually, <laughs> okay. Shirtless ultimate frisbee. Okay. And there's it. a female pilot, and she's uh, not shirtless, but she's wearing a, a you know a bikini top or, or or swimsuit top of some type. So they're not all shirtless, Mike, because that would be a different rating altogether. 
I think it would be hilarious if there was a scene where they start playing shirtless ultimate frisbee. And then the girl comes in with her like, you know, bikini top on or whatever. And she's like, hey, do you have, you know, room for one more? They're like, ew, no. Oh, God, get out of here. <laughs> they just want her to leave. And they're just like, all right, just us dudes. And then they high five each other. <sighs> she's, she's just sitting in the, in the back. And watching twiddling her thumbs. Yeah. She's just like, what is going on? These weird guys. If that scene hasn't been written and filmed, I think it should be. I think the whole movie's been filmed, Mike. Yeah, they they can always do reshoots. They got time. I'm not sure they're going to reshoot to not use the attractive female and to make a a pseudo humorous all male review shirtless high five giggle fest. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. That'll do All it. Right. Perfect. We're done. Uh, that is it for this show. It can't believe it went an hour and 20 minutes. It went by in a, it went by in a blink of an eye, Mike, a blink of an eye. That's right. And a snap of the fingers. Uh, so for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahachko. Go see Morbius. They need your money. Don't, I don't know what Sony's going to do without your 15 bucks so uh check out all the great things that we talk about the comics check out your local comic book shop they need your money even more than sony so uh send some shekels their way uh but for the co-host of the year mike luther i'm greg mahachko this is nerds united and every week we remind you to be kind and rewind this is a production of the jittery monkey podcast network For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.